we are again. It's nice to be back, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. It's our last podcast was January twenty twenty one. Something like that, yeah. Sound about right. There's so much that has happened within this time. Indeed. Yeah. So where do you want to start? Uh, I don't know. Let's 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 just do like a not like a lightning round, but let's just touch on some topics real quick. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Full disclosure. Um, one of the many things that happened within this time that has passed, we've had a child of our own, our very first child. We got married. Yes, we've gotten married. But the full disclosure was about the fact that we have a child. So you might hear her coming in and out of the background. (laughs) She does a lot of walking now, a lot of talking. So you might definitely hear her on a lot of these podcasts, just being her, being normal. And that's what you get when you come to this podcast. You get reality. You get the real. This ain't no professional studio set up yet. You know, this is just... Us, real parents, real adults, real young adults at home, talking about what we've been through and, you know, uh, just giving our perspective on this thing called life. Yes, indeed. Indeed. So our last podcast was about the situation we had with our house burning down. (laughs) That was our very last podcast. And as you could imagine, things have been crazy since a house burning down had to get new everything you know so it definitely was an adjustment it was hard to even do things like this because you know you got to work more just and just life happens in general life just happens you literally have to start over from scratch you don't know how hard it is to to live at a hotel for what two three weeks yes with a dog you don't you it's just so uncomfortable there's so many things from that experience alone i could make a whole podcast about complaining or just about (laughs) stuff like that because uh like and then like having to work when you're like depressed and you feel like the world is just dragging nuts across your face like imagine your house burning down you have nothing you gotta buy new clothes just to go to work and they tell you you gotta deliver packages in a truck with no ac and it's like 300 packages, heavy boxes and TVs and stuff. Yeah, because it was FedEx at that time. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you, and you tell me, you know, how your attitude would be at work every day, knowing that when you get off work, you got to come home to a hotel. Yeah. At the time, I was working at Outback, and they actually came through for me a little bit. You know, they definitely supplied us with food when we needed it. They looked out. Uh, they gave us dishes and silverware and everything when it came to us finally um, landing our new place. Mm-hmm. So they they were they were pretty cool for for my experience of still having to work while you know having to deal with not having anywhere to live. Um, once again, once again, you had a job that uh, you know went above and beyond. Instead of giving you the bare minimum. Oh, speaking of jobs, since then we've both got into, well, you've gotten into a career yes. job. And I've stayed at the same job for over a year at this point. So, yeah. 
you know, we're doing pretty good in life. We're both doing, you know, we're pretty good right now. Yeah, I've I've graduated college, so I now have a bachelor's degree in business administration and finance. Uh, like we said earlier, we got married. We had a child. We actually gained another dog, a dog that gives us hell. Oh, but yeah. We got engaged in Virginia. Met an Xbox friend in real life for the first time. Thought yeah. he was going to eat us. He thought cool. was cool. he thought he was going to eat us. I didn't think of that in any type of way. Mm-hmm. That we, I was in a, a state of extreme paranoia. In, in, during that time, so I was just on point on edge. Everything, anything was possible. So. Yes, I, head on the swivel. I would definitely say the part of Virginia we were in were not was not the best part of Virginia. Um, Hang a nigga, Virginia. That's that's where we was at. <laughs> that's where we was at. Hang very, a nigga, Virginia. Very uncomfortable. I felt like I looked at a racist every single day. Mm-hmm. So it, it definitely was not the most comfortable place to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, but we still lie ourselves, and we made the best of it. Right. It 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 was it was a a very great getaway for that that period in time mm. to escape reality for a little bit and to very get well engaged. Needed. So very well needed. It definitely it definitely was great. Um, our child is what one now? Yeah, she's one. So oh my gosh. A whole year with a baby has just been how amazing, it, amazing, chaotic, stressful, uh, overwhelming at times. Yes. Uh, discombobulating, frustrating. Uh, it, like every emotion you could think of, you will encounter having a child. Very taxing on the relationship. Mm-hmm. Very taxing. Because mm-hmm. with me. I I love being a mother. I feel like that's what I was always supposed to be was being a mom. So you definitely found your calling when you had Kalisa. I did, and everybody else was just on, put on the back burner. I didn't care about nobody else. Just my child. That's all. That's all I cared about was her, and you know, and obviously didn't even care that much about myself. I was barely doing anything to keep keep my own self up. I wasn't eating regularly and everything mm-hmm. like that. I was just tunnel vision. Mother mode. Mother mode Milk the whole intake, time. trying to breastfeed, breast pump, sleeping schedules. It's, it's all a lot. It is a lot. And yeah. from from the guy's perspective of uh, having a newborn, it, it really is a, 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 a test of understanding and, uh, and patience. Because, you know, like she said... When her priorities change to being just the baby and solely focused on the baby, you as the man or the, the husband in a relationship, you have to learn to not take it personally and, you know, uh, still wake up every day and do what you got to do to provide no matter how you're feeling when it comes to what you're not getting and receiving and really just honestly believe that it's not forever. It's it's always a it's just a time period, but it's not what the relationship is going to turn into forever for sure how would you how would you say life has changed from us having her a year ago to to de- today when it comes to our relationship um uh have her first it, it like a, a lot of aspects of our relationship really 
died. Like the the int- any intimacy or like romance was really, really cut off for a while because you you know you were just so focused on the baby and then me being so focused on you the baby and everything else while you were tunnel vision. Then it's just like, oh man. But you know you still you got to just roll with the punches and you know try and communicate as best as you can. And I can you know commend you. For that, if, you know, you listened when I told you how I felt. And, you know, you tried your best to work on whatever it was in the moment. And, uh, you know, even the smallest amount of effort is appreciated when, you know, when, you, when you know, something is going on and you're trying to work through something. So, right. Yeah. What about you? Well, I don't feel like my only reason for the lack of intimacy was just because I was being a mother at the end of the day, I just went through childbirth. For sure. So I'm having to get back to myself. I have to, if I'm not even caring about myself right now, then I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't be caring about anything else, you know? So when it, when it came to that, it was more so just, you know, focusing it it was just focusing on on the baby but at the same time like that stuff was nowhere near my mind I wasn't even myself you know bodily wise or anything like I at this moment in time now I feel like I'm just now getting back to my normal self pre-baby you know so I'm I'm becoming a part of this new normal with a little person running around the house and you know with her being a little bit older you know you still need to be attentive but not as much as it was when she was a newborn you know she's not having to be under us 24 7 she's able to walk around play with her toys and do all of that so yeah for sure uh yeah, and that's another thing, like, I totally forgot. Like, even, like, even outside, like, hey, on, on adding to what you said, uh, uh, like, you can't even, like, a, a, a specific part of the intimacy you can't even get into for six weeks after you have the baby anyway. Right. So, and then, like, prior to having the baby, there really was a period where we didn't even feel comfortable partaking in certain activities because you know how <laughs> how pregnant you were right so like it, i mean if 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 uh you know sex and intercourse is a thing that you you know like need while like you know while you're ha- while your wife is having a child you really just gotta suck that up and just deal with it because you bare minimum you're gonna go at least what like three four months with like just dry and you better get to know yourself that's all i can say get to know yourself and get find out what you like because you're gonna be doing it a lot and, or maybe not at all you know you might just get so disinterested with yourself that you're like tired of my hand because you've been gonna, doing it for so long i'm just gonna rock it cold turkey so either those are valid points yeah i i hear you on that but i still wouldn't change it for the world I wouldn't change having children or anything you know just based off of the experience we ha- we've had for sure uh I feel like if we did have another one soon I feel like we would be able 
it wouldn't break us. Oh, I don't. For sure. I don't feel like I, I did. I felt like that a few months ago. You know that it it might break us, but I don't. At the where we are now, I don't feel like I don't feel like it would because I feel like both of us have a better understanding on how it goes, and we can see that it's not gonna last forever. For sure. However, yeah. we're feeling in that in that moment or the lack of intimacy or all of that. It's going to be a long time, but mm-hmm. it's not forever. It's not going to last forever. It's not forever. So just sitting there and being in it and understanding it at its entirety is just like yeah, I would do this again. For sure. With, with, without hesitation, honestly. Without hesitation. Yes. Uh, cuz even even knowing all of that, the process of of Watching your child grow inside of you know your significant other, watching her belly get bigger, you know reading the little the what is it weekly or monthly updates? It was weekly. weekly. The weekly updates about you know how how big the baby is this week in the in the embryo and things like that. It's just it's such a beautiful process going at every single doctor's appointment, looking at uh what is the ultrasounds mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Just all of that. It's just it's. It's like bonding with your child before it's even born. Right. And it's just, it's a beautiful experience. Yes. I feel like the anxiety portion of it will not change for me just because that's just me. I have anxiety uh, about things when I don't feel like I'm in in full control of whatever is going on. And anxiety was crazy because anything can happen at any moment, you Mm -hmm. know, so... I was just truly fearful of that at all times. So I don't feel like that aspect of it would change for me. But it it wouldn't stop me from having children. Because, man, I love that little girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love her to death. I feel like she has literally given both of us a, a full purpose. You know, even though we're yeah. living for ourselves and we're living for each other, we have a... a a main goal together mm-hmm. to raise her, give her the best life possible and make sure that she knows at all times that she's loved, she's cared for, she's supported, she's supported mm-hmm. in any and everything that she does. Home will always be home. Home is safe place. Home, home is, is safe peace. Place. All of that. No judgment zone. You can be your complete authentic self. So, with us both having that focus and wanting her to have that type of life growing up, I I definitely wouldn't hesitate to have her little siblings. So. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. So, uh, uh, pivoting to something else that we did on our hiatus from making podcasts, we got married. We got married. Yeah. Yeah, at the. Uh, you know, we had a, a home marriage ceremony. What four people, three people in person, four people in person at the house in the living room, uh, decorated from Family Dollar <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and uh, one of my best friends, Taryn, officiated the wedding. Mm-hmm. So shout out to her because she did Bless you. amazing. <laughs> she did. Bless you, baby girl. She had me feeling like she's done this. 
30 million yeah. times before. So. Very professional. I would recommend her. Five-star service. For Five-star sure. service. For sure. She'll, she'll pull up on you in my graduation gown and everything. <laughs> <laughs> and hilarious. She, she will make She will make the wedding spectacular. So she did a great job on that. And we really, really appreciate and love her for doing that for us and just seeing our marriage certificate and seeing her her little name at the bottom like oh my gosh like (laughs) (laughs) we really had somebody that we knew that we cared about Mm -hmm. uh, yes marry us and that was just that was so amazing because you know i'm not too into strangers and yeah that would have been weird having just a strange 50 year old guy or woman staring at us house. talking about some would you take this woman to yeah and i'm like oh yeah because then i can't even focus on getting married because i'm trying to see a buddy i am my wife like <laughs> yeah don't do that don't do that so i i definitely appreciate her for that but yes mm. we we got married we recorded it and you know we i think we did a live we did do we a, did a live, live so people that we didn't invite in person could, could still watch it. But that's one thing that I wouldn't change either. I would not change how we did our wedding. I feel like to to each his own, you know, for the people that love big weddings and the big fancy dresses and all of that nature. I just really preferred the small, intimate way we did our wedding. Less money, less drama, less... Like, not a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Shoot, we got our decorations from the Dollar Tree. So, and I have no shame in that at all. Like, I loved doing a little at-home wedding in in our living room. And I wouldn't have done it any other way. It, it, it was first supposed to be at the courthouse. Right. You know, but since COVID, you know, yeah, they that don't... that kind of dated it. Yeah, they don't do the ceremonies at the courthouse anymore. So... That that was the next best thing to not have to be at anybody's church house or mm-hmm. being out at park or anything or being surrounded by people you don't know. I I think oh I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut you off. That's a, I think that's a great pivot into the question I have to ask you. What? We've been married for I think this August would be two years, correct? Mm-hmm. This August twenty eighth would be two years. Uh, what is some advice you'd give to someone that hopes to be married or wants to get married or is already married but struggling? I'd like to hear your perspective. Um, I honestly, I honestly don't know. I feel like marriage can't work if you two can't see the bigger picture. You know, so there, there's plenty of times where I, I dislike you. Damn. There, there has been times where you just piss me off, just, ugh, just annoy me, and I'm pretty sure it's the same vice versa. But for sure, at at any of those moments, you know, I'm still thinking in the back of my head, is this, you know, where I wanting to? If is this where I'm wanting to be? You know, I know that how I'm feeling right now is not gonna last forever. I know I'm just pissed off right now, but. Am I pissed off right now to the point where I don't want to be a part of this marriage anymore and rather mm-hmm. just leave? Or am I just pissed off to the point because I can't get out of my own way? 
and nine times out of ten it's always you know not being able to get out of your own way not able to you know put how you feel aside to actually understand how the other person feels Mm -hmm. and everything like that so i i say if you want it if you want it to work you can make it work that's 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 the advice that i can give if you want it to work if both parties wanting to work you know then then it can work even if y'all aren't wanting it to work at the same time but if you have that voice deep in deep down inside of you when you're not caring if it works but if you still have that voice inside of you that knows that that's where you want to be it's gonna work you know you just have to keep faith in keep faith in your relationship and and be patient because things are gonna happen life is gonna happen you know we change and we evolve every single day so how i felt two weeks ago is not going to be the same way that i feel you know a month a month from now you know so mm, most definitely things things are always changing you're always gaining new insights on on life and having different perspectives so you can understand something now that you didn't understand six months ago and be like ah oh, yeah i get it i, I understand because boy i tell you something serious when I was younger and my mom be pissed off at me for not taking the chicken out the freezer and 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 unthawing it before she get home. I understand her pain. <laughs> I definitely understand her pain because I dealt with it when it came to you. Oh yeah. So annoying to sit there and give you clear cut instructions on what to do and you still sit there and not do it. Now I'm coming home and you sitting here trying to do it while I'm walking in the door. It's too late now. It's Man. too late now. You it's all right. We'll just buy pizza. It's all good. See, and then that comes. Oh my gosh. So I understand. I understand that now. Being being an, an adult and having to deal with certain stuff on my own now. But um, I would. I was going to ask you when it came to the marriage, what. How different do you think our life was before we got married versus now that we have been married for coming up on two years? Uh, uh, honestly, I feel like the I feel like our relationship didn't really change. Like we got married, but it it was more so just like the title. But like as far as like how we treated each other, it wasn't like we was walking around wiping ass and you know it was like (laughs) it was like you're my wife but you still like you know you still like my best friend so it's like i'm gonna just treat you like i always do you gonna call me names i'm gonna call you names we're gonna still play fight and talk you know talk shit like we do but it it isn't like when we got married it was i didn't feel like i had to carry like carry yourself a different way uh yeah, I definitely, I definitely feel like I had to carry myself. I felt like I had to walk hand first with my ring finger out to oh, let these hoes know. Yeah, I'm one of them. I'm not these. Yeah, I'm not one of these little dollar niggas you walk past. I'm married, so you can you can go on and scoop, man. Mm-hmm. I got a ring and a wife, so yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, like it's just the dynamic of us didn't change, even though we got married. Yeah. It's just you know, it's just the getting the privilege to say my wife. 
yes. when you know when you referring to your significant other to other people. So you know, I definitely use my husband a lot, even for people that know you. Mm-hmm. You know, and you get a different respect. Like when you talking to somebody that don't know you, and they and they see you're obviously a younger person, and you go, "My wife, my husband," they go. Oh, you're married, and then mm-hmm. you know, so it's a whole conversation started. But it just let people know, like, yeah, this, like, this shit is serious. This ain't no, you know, this right. ain't no five minute relationship. Like, that's right. my wife. I love that lady. That right. I, I, I swear to God, I like her. <laughs> you know, it's like I married her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that serious? But yeah. um, uh, yeah. Well, I, I, I wanted to answer the question that I asked you about something about about marriage, but it was something. Uh, what advice I would give to other people oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. are either wanting to get married later or married mm-hmm. currently or mm-hmm. uh piggybacking off one of the things you said nothing n- nothing lasts forever the good times or the bad times so if it's bad you know just be patient you know work on it on a day-to-day basis try and communicate as much as possible but don't try and communicate on no oh i saw this on ayana fix my life or mm-hmm. this how they talk about it on instagram talk to each other the way that y'all talk in right. y'all language and that's how you gonna get some understanding but uh yeah that and uh you know like like i said the bad times don't last forever and the good times don't last forever so definitely appreciate any sunshine that you have in your relationship and you know make the most of it be as present as possible and uh mm, you know and just and just don't and don't forget to always be working on yourself yeah always ask yourself what can i change that'll make her life easier what can i work on with me that'll make it easier to you know in this relationship or in this household in this family and things and like not that. only for the household or the family or for me for yourself as well mm-hmm. you know because you still have to you still have to take an account for yourself if you're not happy you're not going to make uh you're not going to be in a happy relationship for sure you know so you have to think of you have to just do for you as well you have to make sure you know you're content with yourself and your life as it is before you try to make a happy house that's a really that's a really good point that's a really good point yeah that reminds me yeah but speaking on what she just said um yeah i seen a i seen a video talking about that it was like uh you know, you spend a lot of your life being a good brother, a good boyfriend, son, you know, co-worker mm-hmm. and all the other shit. But it's like, when do you take time to be a good you to yourself? Like, yeah. if you weren't anything to anybody else, what would make you happy? Right. And, you know, I try and keep that in my mind. I still forget it, but it, but I do feel like that is the ultimate key to it. A happy life in general, because yeah. you know that that once you find that inner peace, I feel like that should just spread throughout everything that yeah. you touch. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And um, to also agree with what you said earlier about um, you were talking about something about marriage. Yeah, good times was, don't last forever. Bad times don't last forever. It was it was about the it was about the um. It was about the good times, I think you were saying, that don't last forever. Uh, but Just cherish it, live in the moment? Yeah, but I don't remember. It was so two minutes ago. But, um... But, yeah. So, that 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 is the take on marriage that I have. Um, it's just, at the end of the day... 
life doesn't last forever. No, so nothing lasts forever. So if you would be torn to pieces if that person had ever left this earth and you think to yourself and you say, oh, I wish I would have tried harder or I wish I would have, you know, done things differently. Take that time to do those things differently while everybody is still here walking mm-hmm. on this earth. For sure. Definitely, because. definitely take those chances because it's so many people that, you know, that we know that have passed away that, you know, they didn't even think, they probably didn't think that it was going to be their last day when they woke up that morning. Right. It's just like that, like knowing shit like that and knowing like specific personal, you know, examples of that, just it put, it put a battery in your back to, you know, to make sure that you always working towards something or, you know, just moving forward. Right. I, I would, I mean, it's just so scary to think that, you know, you die before you try and get anything that you want accomplished mm-hmm. and you just, you know, and then like the people that you leave behind are just left there to pick up your, you know, your remains literally yeah. and figuratively. Yeah. And it's just like, I want to be able to leave, you know, something worth having for you and Khaleesi and, you know, whatever other kids we have, the dogs and all that stuff. I want to, you know, have something worth, worth uh collecting and not just 40,000 in debt or whatever exactly and I feel like that's that's why now I've I've taken a new leaf and you know we've worked for ever and we're always working to pay bills we're always working to keep us afloat and everything like that so that's recently you know as long as bills are paid if we have extra expendable money we doing whatever we want to. We went to our very first, you know, baseball game as a family. You know, mm-hmm. it was my first baseball game and it was Khaleesi's first baseball game. Mm-hmm. But just going to that and experiencing that and going with our friends, you know, that that was a really, really, really great experience. And it really was. It was a beautiful day. Yes. Beautiful I, day. I definitely, definitely wanted to want to do stuff like that. You know, more often it was enjoyable seeing you and your element with your friends and, you know, feeling like I'm him. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that was that was great. And oh, my gosh, it was so much walking. But... Oh, yeah, man. <sighs> shout, shout out. Shout out to uh, Vin Diesel's family. Y'all know who y'all are. <laughs> you know, we fuck with y'all. Y'all fuck with us. It is what it is. Um, you But we are no longer letting DC be in charge yeah, that, yeah, of he any ain't... type of... Any any type of navigation. He can never drive the boat again. Never, never ever, ever. Never. <laughs> he don't answer no questions. He asks <laughs> <laughs> yes, this man, where are we going? Huh? What? Oh, let me look. Hold he on. don't know. Ask him how far is it from six minutes, knowing dang well that's six minutes driving. Yeah, man. And 30 minutes walking. That's so he will no longer ever be in charge of navigation, but still love you though. Yeah. So you you want to get into some uh, was uh, what's fucked up? You want to get into a little bit of that, or you want to uh, what's the other thing you wanted to do? But it was something else, the topic or something. Just go ahead with what you're saying, babe. I just did. So talk about it. Oh, so Kaya, what's fucked up? <laughs> America. Mm, speak on it. 
America is just inflation. Mm-hmm. Gas going up. Oh my gosh, rent going up. The oh. rent, hey, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie, look. Okay, so look, rent weak as hell, and I'm gonna tell you how rent is weak as hell. This the same house we moved in when we was paying what we was paying. I, I guess we're not gonna say it out loud, but this the same house. The the price to live here has increased, but we ain't got nothing new that they gave us <laughs> in this house. So what the hell? What what are they inflating in here? That don't make no sense. It's like I feel like in order to charge somebody more. At a place that they they're, they're already staying at, nigga, you need to bring a TV in here, or something, a microwave, or something like make it worth that extra money that you charging us every month. But no, you 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 just got to deal with it. Not to mention, so we have to replace our own light bulbs. We had to buy our own fire extinguishers. Cut your own grass. We had to have our own um, shower rod for the bathroom. Not not even talking about the shower curtains. That's that's understood. The shower rod. Where the <laughs> they didn't have a shower go. rod. A shower rod. So it's like stuff like that. Like yeah, I grateful for the grateful for the amenities that we have. You know, not having to to go downstairs and keep changing the air on and off, on and off, and on and off. We can mm-hmm. do it straight from our bed, from our phones, or from our Alexa. But. Other than that, like you said, like they didn't add anything. It's like the the minor inconveniences add up to be a big pain in the ass. Yeah, and it's just because the market is so trash right now. That's the mm-hmm. only reason why it we're in a very popular area. We're in a very popular area, in a very expensive area. Mm-hmm. So they're just going tailored based off of the houses around us. Exactly, and if you go on Zillow or anything, everything around us is either what we're about to start paying or even more. So mm-hmm. it's some bull. It is very much some bull because I've always had the dream of having my own house, owning a house, you know, having a backyard and everything. Things that you want you know the american dream that you want to be a part of but at this point in time in life i i don't even have that motive right now anymore because other things are so expensive Mm -hmm. to where you can't even save for that you know so plus you don't even know what interest rate is gonna look like once you get a place or you know if you're trying to build from scratch you don't know what the contract is gonna charge you Nothing. You're going to pay an arm and a leg for a a finger's worth of home. Right. Trash. Like, oh my gosh. So that's what I find messed up about anything right now. It's just America. Mm, Agreed. What about you? Uh, What's fucked up? The streets, man. The streets is fucked up. (laughs) And I say that from the perspective of somebody that's not from the that that that's from the streets but not in the streets. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And just like so just from an outsider's perspective, just seeing like what I see on the internet about people beefing and this person shot this person and this person backdoed this person. It's just like oh my god. And then like to 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 be more specific, uh like the area that I went to school, like the area that I went to school, the pe- some of the people I went to school with you know, of course, it's the hood. So them niggas gang banging and selling, you know, all that other yeah. stuff. It's just like it's crazy to like see those people 
you know, die doing the street shit. Like, it's just crazy. It's it's crazy, like, when a rapper talk about such and such. But then you be like, oh, damn, I used to, you know, I used to see little Buddy in school. That nigga's dead. Cause right. He got caught on the block. You know, it's just like, damn, man. Like, if, if, if anybody, if anybody want to be gangster or, you know, you trying to, Put on for your hood, <laughs> whatever the fuck y'all need to be fighting over, bro. Cut that out, bro. Act like, cause none of that is really making you no money. You know, like, like you claiming a block or a or a color or a hood, and them niggas is gonna sacrifice you to to get where they want to go. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You your big homie, that nigga is gonna send you on a mission, and you gonna and you gonna either die or get locked up. Mm-hmm. Just think about all the niggas that's in. Oh, we gotta talk about YSL. All the niggas that's in YSL. All them niggas that look up the thug and was doing all of that shit that he asked them just to to be the next gunner or to be the next gunner or uh you know who all the other niggas in his in his, in his little crew you know it's just like it's like you know man stay out of the way because none and then these niggas just snitching that's the that's the main reason it's not even worth being in the streets because niggas is telling no matter what you niggas telling you in school over little stuff like skipping class so just imagine what a nigga gonna do when he in front of the judge trying to get him 70 and he all he gotta do is say your middle name and he don't gotta go to jail no more that nigga is going to tell on you bro so man Stay out of the way, stay in the house, find you a woman to love or 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 guy. I don't in my business. But I'm just like find you somebody to confide in, to find peace in, to build with, and uh, you know, just stay out of the way. Find you something to live for. Yeah. Something I, to work for. I, I feel like having support is is very important when it comes to living. You know, you need people that surround you that's surrounding you that really want to see you do great, really want to support you in any and everything you do mm-hmm. and and wanting to help you when they can help you or anything like that. Just wanting to see you be a better you, you mm-hmm. know, Surround, having people around you that are going to make snarky comments just because you've done something extravagant to yourself. And they're, right. they're like, well, I mean, you still got to deal with this that and the third and it's like right well why can't you just be proud of me and and happy that i have moved up you know in my life because mm-hmm. where you where i was seven years ago is not the same place that i am now you know mm-hmm. that that's the part that's just shade that's, alert that's just <laughs> very 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 important it's just really important because we're not we're not in the same place that we were seven years ago i mean rent can tell you that alone so and, and we didn't and we didn't get to where we are now from being complacent or not a lack of hard work basically right. like from from the time we got together from the time we started working niggas hit the ground running mm-hmm. and i can't you you have been con- consistent with getting money staying at jobs staying consistent you know having a steady income i you know, took I took a little I looked took a little bit. <laughs> I took some years. It took me twenty six jobs to to you know to be like you know this this is how you do it. This is you know you stay where you at, and it it does ultimately come to how much they paying you, and you know how yeah. comfortable you can live off of that money. But uh, you know, like n- nothing nothing is ever gonna be given to you in life, right. and if you're not willing to work and sacrifice. A lot, a lot of fun, a lot of, you know, free time, mm-hmm. you know, you, you're going to always be 
wherever you at right now, yeah. you gotta want to put that work in. I definitely feel like with when it comes to black households, they more so they more so push the independency on the girls more than they do the boys at in in general. I feel like the girls are constantly told to be independent, to not have to depend on anybody, to get out there and make it on your own. And that's why when it comes to adulthood, you know, a lot of women find men that are nowhere near in the areas or spots they're in because they didn't have that same upbringing. So it's like women become a God sent to men because it's mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, you came to, into my life and it's completely different now. You helped. You know, you've helped. You've you've showed me the ropes. You've done things like that, and I feel like that just becomes a disadvantage for men at the end of the day because, you know, nobody should have no nobody should feel like they can only make it if they if they find a partner. You know, you should be able to go out there and get it on your own. Like I. That has been instilled into me since I was a child. Be independent. Do things for yourself. If if you are independent, you're not going to need anybody. And when you are going to need anybody, they're going to be more willing to help you because you never need anything. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're clearly down bad if you're coming to me and asking for me. Mm-hmm. But the the type of person I am, I don't ask for anything if I if even if I'm down bad. I still try to go out there and make it happen on my own before I go to anybody. Because I don't want to go to anybody. I don't want to owe anybody. I don't, you know, none of that. Even if people don't make you owe, you know, people just tend to hold things over your head. Oh, I did this for you. I did that for you. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you don't want to deal with that. So I, I just definitely, if we have a second child and it's a boy, it's a Boy, I, him I, and Khaleesi will be the exact same. They're they're gonna clean up after themselves. They're going to go out there and make sure they're getting jobs. They're gonna both be taught independency, not just Khaleesi. I mean, mm-hmm. women are strong, supposed to be strong. They're supposed to be independent, and what we're just supposed to take care of the men? No, you both have to. You both have to be out there and. You both have to be out there and you both have to gain a sense of independency so that way you are able to live for yourself and by yourself without having to, you know, depend on anybody else. So I just I I just want the next generation after us to be better, you know, to Hopefully there I feel like a lot of people that are around our age have the same view when it comes to how it is raising children, you know. A lot of us don't want to just whoop our children for any right. and everything or you know or doing all the yelling and screaming because, you know, you didn't clean off the soap properly or <laughs> whatever the case may be. And I I want to add to your point cuz you talked about uh how and how and uh, usually black households they teach the women to be independent and to you know go get it on your own. Don't need no man for nothing. I agree with that. Right. And I'm and from being a male that grew up in a, a black household, I can only speak for my experience. Right. But, uh, me growing up, it, it it really it it was just you better be out of my house by eighteen. But it was never no 
like there was never no guidelines to how mm-hmm. there was never like uh like any like suggestions or plans like hey i know helping with credit scores yeah 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 like no type of information that came with you need to be out by 18 like right. i'm fine it's it's not fine to kick to, out your child it's not fine <laughs> to kick your child but if you are going to do that excuse me you need to Set do every do everything in your power to make sure that when you kick them out into the world that they're ready they're prepared mentally mm-hmm. financially you know they have a plan they have a strategy but ultimately your job as a parent is to always be your child's safe place to right. always be their safety net because this world it's to cruel. to people with no support is is hard it's really hard and it's cruel and it's unforgiving and if you don't have like a support system, like just any type of any type of thing to fall back on. I, I could I could me personally, I could see my life going so many different ways or honestly just, you know, ending, you know, way earlier than it is now. And it and just like even having the mindset of growing up like, oh, I'm gonna be a single father at twenty probably and you know, and I'll probably be dead by twenty two. And that's just what it is. And, 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 you know, just like mentally accepting that at a yeah. young age is crazy. Yeah. And, but that's ne- how. That never crossed my mind ever. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it's just, it's a combination of, of where, where you grow up, what you see around you. And your and, and what you're taught, you know, and with no, with, without the right parental supervision and guidance, you know. You a fast car with no steering wheel. You who, who knows what you know what might happen, and it's, you know. So as long as you you know are constantly teaching your kids, giving them guidance, just you know giving them any type of little just knowledge, love, just love too. Love. Oh my God, just man, it, love, like like it, as a kid, bro. If I got thirty thirty more hugs than I got as a kid, who knows how it would have turned yeah. out? Like sometimes, man, you know, just a hug, even like. You remember how you used to be in high school. High school is stressful. Middle school is stressful. Especially you got to deal with like all these social circles. You got to mm-hmm. fit in. Politics of cool kids, lame yep, kids, what yep. you wear and look at your shoes. Oh, yeah. Definitely had some of the, a fair share of that. Sometimes, sometime, man, you just want to come home and like cry. You know, and it's, it, I, I could just imagine how I would have felt to like have one of them days and then just come home and just, Mom, you know, I'm having a tough day. Can I get a hug? And then, you know, you just boom and you yeah. just. Because oh at the end of the day, your parents, like you said, are your safety net. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that nurtured you, raised you up. Like, I could not imagine how much love and care we give Khaleesi now to die just because she got older. Right. Like, we hug on her, kiss on her, you know, tell her we love her every single day. Call and, her beautiful, smart, yes, gorgeous. And and it's not going to stop. Like, if she doesn't want, you know, the kisses and the hugs so often, okay, I understand, you know, when you get a little bit older, you don't want people on you like that. But I'm going to constantly check in, and you you know your kids better than anybody. So when it comes to that you know you can tell if they're having a bad day mm-hmm. you can tell if something's not going right if they're usually coming in the house all spunky and happy and you know going to the fridge let me see what i can eat in the fridge and right. then one day they come down gloomy hood over their head you don't even notice they in the even, house then you know something's wrong go in mm-hmm. there and talk to them see what's going on if they don't want to talk about it 
give them some love and, mm-hmm. or take them out for ice cream. Just, just anything. Any, it's the effort. It, it, it's no matter what you do, just try something. Yeah. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be appreciated. Yeah. It's going to be appreciated yes. every single time. It is definitely going to be appreciated. And they'll definitely remember that when it comes to them being an adult. And they're not going to do anything but just want to give you that back. Mm-hmm. They're going to want to look out for you when they can or, you know, anything or just do. I know me. I do things for my mom all the time. Like, just random stuff. Just just because I, I love you. her. Yeah. You know, and just because she was there for me all the time. You know, even even when we did have our little spats or whatever, like, those those bad times never outweighed the good times, you know? Mm-hmm. So it it was just, you know, anytime I'm able to, you know, I'm, my mom knows she could call me for anything, absolutely anything, rob a bank for her. I mean, I'll <laughs> do anything for her. So, and that's just because she instilled that in me, you know, and I, I saw that, you know, growing up that my mom would do anything for me. So mm-hmm. I'm going to do anything for her. It's but reciprocated. It's reciprocated. So it's just really important. Like everybody needs love. Everybody needs care. You don't need to feel like, oh, my mom don't don't like me or my dad don't like me or they don't care to have me around or they look at me as a mistake like oh my none god of that like yeah. you, you shouldn't want to feel like any of that you shouldn't you shouldn't at all <laughs> i mean khaleesi don't even like to sleep with nobody else but me so i i couldn't imagine i couldn't imagine just her growing up and me not wanting to have nothing to do with her i could not imagine my child growing up and me not talking to her right I, I couldn't imagine it. I couldn't imagine not at least checking up on her or at least a text message or once a, a day. Text message. Thinking yeah. about you, hope you're okay. Yes, anything. Or even if, you know, just wanting to be stubborn and and reach out to people I know she's around just to make sure <laughs> she's okay. It, it whatever the case may be. You know, but I would never just go months or years at a time and and not want to not wonder how my child is, not you know, because tomorrow is not promised. So mm-hmm. you're doing all of that and your child can can die the next day. And now you sitting there sad boo-hoo. and boo and Oh, my gosh, I should have called. Well, you can do that. Oh, uh, <laughs> we got a two things. I remember we had to talk about uh, the mo- one of the most toxic moments in our relationship from uh, each other's perspective, okay. whichever what that is to you. And then uh, we had to talk about the Walmart incident. No. Oh. Which one you want to do first? And then, then we'll wrap it up. Oh, gosh. Um, I guess we can we can do the Walmart incident first. You want to go hit that? So you, you, you go ahead and you tell it, and then I'll just jump in whenever I feel like I got to add something to it. All right. Um, this probably was around, I would say, twenty late 2019, early 2020, because it was, or... I want to say it was 2021. Yeah, late. Yeah, so I'll say late 2020, early 2021, because this was after the house burning down and everything like that. So we were living in a different area. Um, so as as you all know, what what 2021, we were about what 22, 22, 23. 
probably somewhere around there. I don't know. I don't remember. No. Yeah, we had to. Because that's only two years ago. We 26. 20, I'm 26. 2021. We were like 24. 23. Nigga, we weren't born in 2000? 99? I don't know. We were, we were something. We were we were of age. That's the point. Had to had to take a pause. Had to get the baby a snack. You know how that goes for the people that knows how that goes. But um, anyways, yeah. So the point is, we were of age. We were of legal age, legal drinking age. I know for a fact we weren't twenty one. So we probably had about I'm a year. Like twenty three. Yeah. So we probably had um like two years in past you know drinking age. Anyways. So, we went to Walmart because as adults living on your own, sometimes you just want to, you know, have a little enjoy. So, and we weren't we weren't doing anything crazy. We, we, we wanted to do, I think we were trying to do a challenge. That's when we were trying to do that challenge of seeing how many wine coolers. Oh, yeah, we could drink in one, yeah. in one sitting per yeah, person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's when we were trying to do that challenge. And we were just trying to see, we wanted to see how many, you know, we were going to drink in one sitting for each one of us. Um, of course, we were going to stay at home. We weren't going to go out driving or anything for all the all the older people that are just going to nag about it. But anyways, um, yeah, so we went to Walmart to pick up. We had picked up two packs of of wine coolers of the 12 packs or whatever, you know, have 12 for each one of us. And everything like that. Wine coolers are about what five percent each, so it's not like they're they're oh my gosh filled with so much alcohol. So, and mind you, we're like I said, we're past twenty one. So obviously we drink. Obviously we've been to plenty of WalMarts grabbing wine coolers, plenty of liquor stores grabbing liquor, or anything like that. So. We went to Walmart, got the got the stuff, and went to the self-checkout. We went to the self-checkout, and I'm about to... I'm checking it out, and of course, they have to come up to you and look at your ID, which is fine. That is totally fine. So, I pull out my ID, because I'm the one scanning the stuff. I'm the one about to pay for it. So, I pull out my ID... And she looks at it, and then she asks for Ante's ID. And he didn't have his wallet. Now, granted, his wallet was in the car, but we weren't thinking about that at that time, you know? All right, because I'm not paying for it. I'm, I'm just holding them. Right. Because I'm you, a man and I'm being courteous. Hold, you weren't even holding them. They were in the buggy. Oh. They were in the buggy. We used the little <laughs> scanner. Like, that's what I'm saying. You, you weren't even touching them but anyways so she asked to see his id it's an older lady she asked to see his id you know we explained to her that he doesn't he doesn't have his id on him but i got a picture of it on my but phone but she but he has a picture of it on on his phone in the day and age now you know they let you do electronic stuff for anything even when you get stopped nowadays you know you don't really have to have your actual driver's license because they already have it or you know some of them don't mind if you just show them a picture i mean it's you they can verify it It doesn't matter so um she said no she couldn't take the picture uh and we can't buy the alcohol so to me i'm confused because 
I was like, okay, well, he's not even the one buying the alcohol. Uh, he doesn't look like he's 15 years old. Right. I'm I mean, balding with a beard. <laughs> it ain't no way you think I'm under. beard, mustache and everything. Oh, six feet tall. Like, so there's no way that you think this man is a child. He doesn't. Most places that we go, we don't even get carded like that. You know, even if we go to a regular liquor store, even now, it, I I still look look. I have like a baby face, but myself, I don't even get carded all the time. Right. You know, because if, if you're trying to buy alcohol, nine times out of ten, you're of age trying to buy alcohol. Right. I understand Nobody is bold enough to buy it, but not right, really have yeah. ID. I, I understand there's a little stragglers out there, but they look like kids at the right. end of the day. So she asked for it. We didn't have it for him. And she said we couldn't purchase it. And I said, okay, well... Why not? Like, I'm the one purchasing it. Why can't we purchase it just because he doesn't have his ID? That's not how things go. We can, you can't do that. I said, okay, well, can he leave and I purchase it? No, no, he can't leave and you purchase it because we know that y'all are together, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, but what are you talking about, lady? Like, I, like, if that's the protocol to card every person that is that has that that is in the area with you okay but that needs to be that needs to be all the way around you know nobody has ever any walmart that i've went to any kroger that i've went to with him nobody has sat there and said that i need to see both of your ids now i under i can understand from like a full liquor store because they actually have like vodka and tequila and stuff like that. So I get it. I understand. Like you don't want, you don't want somebody of age giving alcohol to an underage ch- a person. I understand that. But the way she went about it was just so like just so wrong, and it really pissed me off. It really pissed me off because it it just didn't make any sense. So I'm sitting there arguing with this lady, and I'm like, so you mean to tell me? If I had a child, if I had a 12-year-old child, you're going to try to ID my 12-year-old child just because I'm trying to buy alcohol with them in in the in the area? No, that's not what I'm saying, but that's what you're doing. <laughs> and, and that's the thing that y'all don't know about Kaya, bro. Like she she rarely gets snippy. She's the most nice, like polite uh, like customer friendly person ever. So to see her get wrong to you with somebody is like, oh, you 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 did something. You pissed her off, and she Kaya just I don't understand because it's not making no sense. And you da 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 and the lady. Well, actually da da da. So they having a little cat fight, and I'm just sitting there looking back and forth like, man, if Kaya swing, I'm gonna stunt this old lady out. If it, if it's up there, it's gonna get up there for real. But so. that's what I'm saying. I Jesus. just didn't understand it because, like I said, if I had a if I did have an underage child with me, are you not? If I'm a parent, are you not going to allow me to buy alcohol because I'm a parent and I have my child with me in the area? That to me just does not make sense. And for you to say no, you're not going to do that, but then try to card clearly a grown a grown man, your your <laughs> logic is just not making sense. It, it just doesn't make sense. Why to not do it if I have a kid present? 
and then do it when I have an adult present. That just doesn't make any sense. So I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, I'm like, all right. She's nah, trying to. You hit she's trying you. to. She's trying to take the buggy away from me. And I'm like, no. Like, give me my buggy. And what I should have done was walked around the store like one good time, and then went <laughs> over to the other area. But to me, I'm like, this lady got me messed up. Like. She she crazy she crazy as ever. If she if she thinks like I'm I'm about to just walk out this store because no you like I'm about to no. So I went over I went all the way down to the other side to the other self checkout. This lady scallywag. This lady had the nerve to run her old behind down there too. Just to stop me from still buying the alcohol. And it wasn't even, like I said, it's not even that deep. I don't care. Like, it's, at the end of the day, they were wine coolers. It was just the principle of the fact that you really just tried me on some, some dumb stuff, you know. And that just, that junk just really agitated me. That I got all the way down there. And the fact that she only did that because she knew that they would have allowed me to. So that's that shows you a problem right there. If if you are going to run down here to tell people don't let them buy alcohol, you're only doing that because you know for a fact that they're going to let me buy the alcohol mm-hmm. because they're carding the person that is purchasing the alcohol. Oh, then you forgetting the part about when old buddy stepped up. I mean, the, that was when we were at the end of the self checkout. That was at the second one. Yeah, we were oh, at the second yeah, yeah. one. Yeah, then, then like some some undercover cop ass nigga walk up. He wasn't an undercover cop. He was he, somebody because he, he was, was slick buff. He was just a. a he had an ex-military background or something because he was too swole to just be a normal oh, nigga. So he he was he was like, "What's going on here? What seems to be the problem?" And I'm and then Kylie like, "She won't let me." Da 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 da. It don't. I make didn't no even sense. explain to him because it wasn't. First off, it wasn't even his business, so I didn't explain nothing to him. That's not how that went. He came over saying, "Oh, you need to abide by their rules." First off, who are you? It was something I don't. Like that, yeah. I don't know you. So for you to be trying to come over here and be Captain Save a Ho to mm. this old lady. When you don't even know the situation, like get out of my face before I punch you in yours. Like that's how it was. Like I was livid. I was so upset, so mad at that point because like it just was so annoying and it it just pissed me all the way off. And like I said, (laughs) we weren't even driving my car. We ended up just leaving because I wasn't about to sit there and keep arguing with them. They you are not gonna get me locked up for this because I'm not a child <laughs> so right. you're not there's no way that the cops are gonna come and they're gonna arrest me you know i'm i didn't put my hands on you yeah you know right yeah so <laughs> there's nothing that you're going to get me locked up about but i just didn't even feel like sitting there still arguing with that lady so like i said Ante was driving, so we left, and the white guy is outside <laughs> the white guy is oh outside and you know, like I said, I'm still pissed. So I I'm still out of out of my normal character and I yell at him yell at him, you know, outside <laughs> the window and flick him off. And uh, You you would have thought Kaya had a Draco in the car. Like she's oh bitch ass nigga, fuck you. Hit that nigga with the middle thing. I'm like, hey, Relax, cause right. you not gonna get into it with that nigga. I'm gonna have to fight him, so let's just relax. It's, it's cool, bro. We gonna get some straight, cool, bro. But 
even with all that, we didn't even get the liquor. We didn't get the alcohol. We were going to go to Kroger, but after, you know, I yelled at the white man, and Tavius was like, all right, now you're, 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 you're dragging it. So me and him ended up getting into an argument because it's like, how are you going to tell me right. I'm not the one in the wrong here? So I was pissed off of that with it all. So we just ended <laughs> up going home and not even doing what we wanted to do. Right. So it's just like people like that can just ruin things in, in a split second for no reason. Rule book Sally's. Oh, that ain't even a rule book. I, I want because I want them. I want them to show me the rule book because i worked at sam's club and sam's club is a partner of walmart so they have the same exact rules and i never (laughs) i've never had to id multiple people just because one person was buying alcohol right never the manager has never told me to do that none of that so you not gonna tell me that you have to do that because that doesn't even make sense. She just had a tampon in the wrong hole that day. I guess so. She was, she, it was aggravating her or something. I guess so. But right. you wanna uh, you wanna do the, the most toxic? Yeah, you yeah. started off. Ooh, ooh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Did me me being toxic or or you being toxic? To what me? What do you just feel like the most toxic part? Like. What was the most toxic thing within our relationship that you feel like, regardless to if it was something I did or you did? Oh, uh, so many. Oh my gosh. Toxic. Oh, um, uh, I mean, shit, it's so many. I, I mean, okay, I, I'm, I'm just give, a, I'm gonna just give a, a couple. Uh, it could be the time where we got into it at Chipotle. And I chased you around the parking lot <laughs> for like an hour and a half trying to tell you, bro, get in the car so we can go, bro. It's not that serious. And you was like, no, fuck you. Fuck you. It's cold. It's windy. And we in public, so <laughs> niggas is looking. And walking we is, around a Chipotle Plaza. Right. And we was walking around Chipotle Park, the Plaza to my son, bro, get in the car. Bro, get in the car. And I'm, I'm young. My attitude, my anger was so bad back then, bro. So I'm I'm, get in the car! Bro, you're not listening! Get in the car! And she just, no, I'm not getting in the car. No, no, no. And I got so mad. So I said, fuck it. I'm going home! I'm leaving! I, I left her in a, and, and I still regret this to this day, I left her in a Chipotle parking lot, probably, what, 45 minutes from where we live? And, and just, and did not give a fuck. Then look back, I didn't stop at the exit down the street. I went home. And, and said, she will fucking figure it out. Cause you had me pissed, and 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 then to do all of that for you to tell me later on if you would ask one more time I would have got in your car. <laughs> I said you are crazy. You are crazy. Oh my gosh! I wonder. I wonder if Mariah remembers that because I'm. I called. <laughs> I called my best friend Mariah like crying like this nigga just left me up here at the Chipotle and she's like, what? He did what? And it's not like I disclosed that he asked me 30 million times to get in the car. I'm just like boohoo crying. Like, he really left me (laughs) with no place to go. That's like, oh my. Okay. And that, and then, uh, let's see. Um, that, uh, I would, I would say the suitcase incident where, uh, you know, with, oh, with, with, uh, that, 
and me breaking the suitcase and being mad about that. And then still having to drive you home. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, you remember that time when we got into it? I was dropping. I was. I think I was taking you from Mariah's house to your mama house, mm-hmm. and it was a bit. It was a. It was a drive. It was like thirty minutes, forty five minutes. We got into it, and you was like, "Let me out! Let me out right now!" And I, I we pulled over on some random highway in Athens, and we we on the side of the road arguing, and then it went from arguing to you crying somehow, and then you getting upset and trying to run, <laughs> run away from me. <laughs> With a book bag on, knowing I'm fast, like I'm gonna catch you, <laughs> and you just like leave me alone, and I'm like, bro, just listen, and we ended up squashing it and being okay enough yeah. for me to at least get you to your mama house, and then uh, and then the, of course like the Kool Aid incident where we got to arguing in the house. And you tried to smack the cup of Kool-Aid out of my hand while we arguing. So I got mad and I you splashed just, it in your face. You just saying everything. That was mine supposed to be. Oh, Why are you still going? I'm sorry. My bad. We said one the most toxic thing. Right, but bad. yes, you did throw a drink in my face. Yeah. Don't just say what it is. You threw a drink in my face. I'm guilty. <laughs> but, um, I'm guilty. I, I, was dr- I was drowning. <laughs> I was drowning like I drowned that old man at Outback. Damn. When, when, my, when my breast hit the cup and it. It it fell in this old man's face. He was he was like, Ooh, and he was drowning. That's how I was. I was drowning. But um, I would say, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like you said, there's so so much toxic things happening. Um, I would say one of the most toxic moments was us arguing. Us arguing and fussing, and um, of course you pretending like you left or whatever, or you did leave but you came back, and and um, I went into the other guest room because that's usually where you go when we've argued and we got <laughs> into it and everything. So I went into the other guest room, you know, to 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 say something to you. And you weren't there. And I'm confused because I'm like, okay, he left and he came back. So he should be in here. You're not in there. I go downstairs to see if you're in the living room. You ain't in the living room. I'm still confused because your car is outside. (laughs) Why is this man sleeping in the closet in the guest room? (laughs) Like, you just didn't want me to see you at all. Like, you just didn't want your presence to be known at all. That you had to sleep in the closet. With the door closed. With the door closed. Comfortable as, as I don't know what. Just pillow, blanket, everything. Just chilling in there. Real deal sleep, too. Mm -hmm. So, it's just... (laughs) Um, I feel like another toxic thing was when I used to have this issue when it came to he was up. We were both upset, but I was wanting the argument to be over with. So I would, um, quote unquote, fall. Or, oh, my God. Or, quote unquote, hurt oh something. <laughs> or... <laughs> Seems like I fell down the stairs or just imagine you and your girl into it. Y'all been arguing for like an hour, hour and a half, and y'all at the point of an argument and now we all don't want to talk, so niggas is in separate 
places in the house. You on the game. She doing whatever she doing. You don't care. And all of a sudden you hear, and you hear, ah, ah. I didn't do all that extra stuff. And you know how you know how like people fall on Family Guy where they had an arm behind, yeah, 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 and you, and you laid out on the ground like that. You like I fell down the stairs, and I'm like, oh my baby, are you okay? And you get up fake limping and shit, no, and I, I some, fall for it every time. Sometimes it was just that happened, and I I would fake limp around you, and you'd be like, what's wrong? And I'd be like, nothing, I'm okay, I just fell. Oh, do you, we need to take you to the hospital? No, I think I'll be good. I'm straight. And you want me to check it? No, I'm good. Let me check and let me make sure you're okay. No, and dang well, I ain't fall down nothing or any of that. But, um, yeah, that's what I would say the, the most toxic parts of, well, not most because there's so many, but... We, we we definitely had a, a rough few years to the start of our relationship, but now we don't even argue. I mean, we'll probably have disagreements here and there, but mm-hmm. we don't we don't argue. We don't do all that fussing and breaking, and stuff, breaking and stuff and cussing each other out, calling each other out their names. We really be in here chilling. Civilized. Yeah. You know, if we do get mad at each other, we... We still go to separate like areas of the house if we're upset, but one of us come to each other and be like, "Like you good?" Or sometimes it just really just takes the uh, an eye contact. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. it just takes a we we link eyes with each other, and now everybody in the house smirking. Like, yeah, that's that definitely. That like <laughs> just smiling. What are you smiling at? Because we, because we both know, we both know we want to be friends. But like, I don't like you right now. So when I see you, see me, I'm like, nigga, and you like, oh, yeah. right. But goofy as hell. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy, you know, what what we have created and mm-hmm. and the changes that we have made and everything like that from the. You always calling my mom because I wouldn't let you leave. Ugh, that was the most annoying thing in the world because it's like, who wants their parents in their business? Who wants their parents in any type of relationship business? Nobody. All right. So, and I, I, I don't like disclosing all of that because I don't want people to be judgmental or being like you know well since they did that like now i don't mess with them now i don't want to talk to them now i don't want them to be around Mm -hmm. you know but so nobody wants their parents all up in their business especially when when they're the they're they're wanting to be with that person you don't want to diminish that because well now my mama don't like you so now i can't be with you type thing so but um we're all good now she loves him i'm her favorite and i mean i, I guess it's by default <laughs> my grandma calls me her favorite granddaughter and i'm i'm her only granddaughter so it still it's, counts it still counts awesome. but um yeah so i think i think we you know we hit a lot today yeah i think i think it was a successful episode i think it was a you know great first episode back and uh you know Maybe you'll get another one. Who knows? It's all just, you right. know. Now it's just back to being parents until, you know, 
she has to go to sleep. I work from home, so mm-hmm. I'm up most of the night working. Tomorrow is Friday, so, you know. Tomorrow is Friday. Tomorrow is Friday, so we got that to look forward to. Mm-hmm. But uh, Well, this has been another episode of You Gotta Talk About It. Oh, this man is so cringy. <laughs> Bye, y'all. We will talk to y'all later. Peace out. Bye.